This is the Making Millionaires Podcast, a realistic, no BS approach to effective and profitable investing. Everything from options trading to real estate. Once I'm done with you, you'll be itching to tell your boss to take a hike. Oh, yeah. I'm going to get in your face about the real way to make money and change your family tree. It's time to start thinking like a winner. So buckle up, sugar cup. It's about to get real. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to the Making Millionaires Podcast, episode one of season three. This year, 2022, continues to be one for the books. 2020 was amazing. 2021 was incredible. But 2022 is starting to really show so much volatility that the market is really testing my system and it's been absolutely incredible and it's been amazing to share with you all in fact this past week was a record week for a lot of people i've gotten more dms this past week than i have ever before since the inception of this server it's been absolutely amazing people tell me they've had career weeks in 20 years of trading uh this was the best single week i've ever had uh, because of the stuff that we teach, the stuff that we learn. And I'm not saying that to pat myself on the back. I'm saying that because I'm 100% completely humbled uh, by the fact that people are actually starting to make some money off the things that we talk about and uh, the people that we brought on the community. It's absolutely amazing and humbling. So I'm, I'm lucky, lucky to be a part of it and to share this with you all. So you, as you all know, I always talk about you know a lot of things about investing that's not necessarily technically related. It's all about how to manage your emotions, how to manage your mind, how to manage your psychology, and who you are as a person. Because I think if you can control who you are as a person, you can control who you are as a trader. And I promise I'm, I, w- I promised you all and myself that I wasn't going to continue to talk about emotions every episode because I feel like every episode I kind of talk about it. And you're going to be like, eventually, I'm not going to listen to podcasts anymore because all I'm going to talk about is emotions. But I got to do at least one more episode on emotions. And that's because this weekend uh, I was talking to my wife and she had saw an article about how confidence and how you think about yourself affects who you are and how you act as a person. And that kind of got me thinking. Before I really dive into what the article was or or what it said, I I just kind of want to compound on that because I talk about all the time positive thoughts. In fact, I did an episode on the power of your mind and positive thoughts. And like when you start your trading day, instead of thinking, I'm so terrible. And of course, of course, the market went up. I bought puts. And of course, the market went down because I bought calls and all that kind of crap. It really does do a number on your thinking, and it does actually change it. And it's not necessarily uh, paranormal that you're putting some sort of bad juju out in the universe when you say something negative. It's just the fact that they've done studies that when you actually verbalize a negative thought, especially about yourself, it's a 90% chance more likely that it's to occur. Not the 90% chance it's going to happen, but 90% more probable that bad thought will actually occur because you're verbalizing and you start to manipulate and and change your subconscious and your actions based on the negative thoughts. So there's a very strong connection between body mind and of course body mind soul, uh, me being who I am, a very a very um a very religious person. But it really got me thinking and how really effective it is because then I started thinking about myself and you know who I was as a person and where I came from and it's like why have I turned out the way I am? Uh, because of my upbringing and who my fa- of my family past was and who I am now as a person. I've had incredible successes in my life, one after another, just incredible successes. And of course, I've dealt with a lot of heartbreak and, and bad stuff and bad events and death and all the stuff that, that people go through. But I, I have been very blessed with a phenomenal amount of extraordinarily 
amazing events in my life uh, when that's not the norm for my family. I come from a very poor family. Uh, my dad was, uh, for all intents and purposes, uh, a loser. Uh, and I say that I, I say that just because there's a lack of a better word. But he was a, a very strong alcoholic. He's very, very, very physically abusive. Every image I see of him, both the pictures in my mind, he, uh, he's a monster, and he was a very negative presence in my mind. And his dad was the same way, and his dad was the same way, and nobody in my family had ever accomplished anything great. It was all just negative, and like there was even talk of my dad. You know, he said that we had a family curse because uh, no nobody in my family could ever accomplish anything of value or substance, and they're always in trouble or always doing something or another. So it was a very negative upbringing for me. I mean, even cousins, aunts, uncles, nobody has ever achieved any kind of level of success for any stretch of the imagination, not even graduating college. Uh, but so here, then I come along, and I remember thinking at a very young age, like, I didn't want to be like that. Like, I went through all the struggles and heartaches and troubles of growing up. And um, I remember at a very young age, when I was becoming a young man, like 14, 15, 16, thinking, like, I, I never held any anger. Uh, all I wanted to do was break away from that. I remember thinking, like, I am not going to be like this. Instead of letting this be a struggle, instead of going to let normally people look at their fathers who are who usually act like that, they're usually anchors around their necks for for years and years and years. But in, I, for some reason, I was just never like that. I was like, I'm not going to let this affect me. I'm going to do my time. I'm going to get out of here when I'm 18. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I'm going to go to college and I'm going to get a degree and I'm going to get a job and I'm going to start investing. I'm going to do all this crazy stuff that my family's never done. And I'm going to open a business. And I just remember very vividly at a very young age, overcoming those obstacles just because of my mind. Uh, I wasn't brilliant by any stretch of the imagination. I was never top of my class. Occasionally I finished in the top five or six, you know, five, 10% of my classes in college and stuff, but it was by sheer hard work. It was not because of brilliance. Like I was not a smart person. I didn't test very high. I think I got a 22 or 23 on my ACTs. I didn't take the SATs. Uh, it wasn't anything crazy. I wasn't brilliant. I wasn't, you know, top of my class scholars. Um, I wasn't a savant. I was very good at sports. I was very blessed physically in sports, but in terms of my mind, I was never that amazing. However, I remember constantly telling my mind, like I wasn't going to be addicted to alcohol because of my family. I wasn't going to not go to college. Like I was going to college and I was going to get a degree if it killed me. I don't, I don't care what it was. Uh, and honestly, like even the military as, at the time wasn't even on my radar. It was a specifically get a job at the time at accounting. Like I wanted to go to school to be an accountant. And then move on. And at, the, at that point, I didn't really know. I just, my whole thought process was get through college, get a degree, and then move on. And then, of course, you know, things kind of unraveled. And, you know, the, the degree led me to the military. The military led me to being a pilot and just one thing after another, being a pilot, uh, having a beautiful, beautiful child. And it was amazing. And before that, you know, I was, I was able to meet a phenomenal smoke show of a wife. Like here I am, this, this, uh, this bald, you know, big Neanderthal looking dude. And I get this beautiful smoke show of a wife to, to marry me. And then I have a beautiful kids that, that love me. And, you know, it's just one thing after another, I'm blessed at it. And it's like, it's not because of anything of great I've done. It's not because of a pedigree because I didn't come from a wealthy family or a well-off family. It's because purely my thought process was very, very disciplined. It was, I accept nothing less than success, no matter what I do, sports, hobbies, business, family, my religion, Everything as I accept nothing less than success. So tying that into finance, tying that into finance, I remember back when I first started finance, like I knew I was going to be successful. Like the second I got that bug stuck in my brain, the first time that I had bitten by the investing bug where I had to invest, it stuck in my brain. And I knew I was going to be successful. 
So the first time I blew up my account, and I've told you all this, you know, like that $56,000 I lost in 48 hours, it was an absolute dumpster fire. Like it, it destroyed me because I was not used to that type of failure on that level. So it was incredibly humbling. But instead of letting it destroy me, I told myself, this doesn't matter. It doesn't change my goal. I'm going to come back and learn how to do this the right way. Uh, I, I just came back with that attitude, that discipline attitude. You know, I read books, YouTube videos. Uh, I asked people. I learned. I traded uh, one position at a time until I learned how to do it. And I built, and built and then developed consistency and then tuned it up and so on and refunded accounts and everything in between. And we fast forward now 11 years uh, and here I am. So. And I gave you kind of this whole history and background of my thought process because this article really hit home because it's 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 bittersweet, this article, because it really exposes the power of your mind and more so the effect that your mind has on yourself, your self-view, your self-worth, your self-confidence, because that is more important than anything. Uh, a self-confidence is more important than anyone's confidence in yourself. You have to be confident in yourself and your own abilities. Otherwise, you'll never be as successful in anything. But it all starts with your mind. You have to tell yourself these things. You have to think like a winner. You can't think like a loser. You can't sit down at your desk or your trading platform every morning and say, I'm going to lose. I'm so terrible. I always lose. I'm never going to win. Because guess what? You're never going to win if you do that. So anyway, what was this big fancy article that I read that really spurred all these thoughts? Well, I'm going to give you a little background, and then I'm going to read this article for word for word. It's not all that long, so bear with me. But so the backstory is this big, successful CEO who, growing up through high school, was a terrible student. He was god-awful. Uh, he failed. He was so bad in school. He tested so low that his only way to get through was to cheat. Like, he, he, he cheated whenever he could. He failed. He just started skipping school. He started hanging out with a bad crowd, doing drugs, getting in trouble. The typical bad boy behavior that you expect from someone who kind of does that type of behavior. His parents, you know, was like fed up with him. All that kind of stuff. So that's the background of it. Now I'm going to go ahead and start reading this article word for word. Bear with me. So I read about the story of a guy who is one of the most successful ma magazine entrepreneurs in the world. The man was failing out of high school and struggled growing up. He was raised by a single mom in the Midwest. He promised his mother that he would take the SAT test. He did not expect to get a good score at all. His score finally came back. He got a 1480 out of 1600 on the SAT. His mother, knowing her kid, asks, did you cheat? He swore to her that he did not cheat. In his senior year, he realizes he's smart and he decides to start attending classes after realizing that he could score a 1480 on his SAT. He stops hanging out with his old crowd. The teachers and kids seem to notice they start treating him differently as if he's a smart kid. He graduates, he attends a community college, goes on to Wichita State, and eventually to an Ivy League school. He goes on to be one of the most successful magazine entrepreneurs on the planet. You think he's smart. He just needed the standardized test to unlock his potential. No, this is not the story. In fact, it's what comes next that is the important part. 12 years later, 12 years later after this man's achieved success, the man gets a letter in the mail from Princeton, New Jersey. He doesn't think anything about it. The next day, his wife asks him to open the letter. He opens it. It turns out the SAT board periodically reviews their test-taking procedures and policies. 12 years after he took the test, they sent him a letter saying that he was one of 13 people that was sent the wrong SAT score. His actual score that day in high school was a 740. 
People say his whole life changed when he got the 1480, but what really happened is his behavior changed. He started acting like a person with a 1480 and started doing what someone with a score like that actually does. People say language is powerful, but your behavior is way ahead of your success. The lesson is, in addition to the language that you speak to yourself, how you feel about the past should not determine who you are in the future. The keys are language and behavior. The end. So what does that tell you? How important is it to view yourself in a certain light, the way you think about yourself, your confidence in yourself? What if that kid never received a wrong score? He received the actual score of 780, and he just kept on being who he was, the, the deadbeat, the, the drug addict, the dude that hung out with bad dudes. Eventually, maybe he would have ended up in jail or worse or dead or maybe you know some no level of success that he would have achieved. What if I elected to go the way of my dad? What if, what if I elected to start drinking? Well, if my dad did it, I'm going to drink and hold all that anger inside and say, well, I'm just a deadbeat because my dad was a deadbeat. And then where would I be today? I would not be investing. I wouldn't have a beautiful family. I wouldn't be a pilot for the world's greatest air force. Where would I be if after I took a $56,000 loss in 48 hours, if I just said, screw it, I'm a terrible investor, I'm never going to do this, where would I be today? I'd be just, hey, remember that one time where I would try to invest and I lost it all? (laughs) Where would you be if you elected to quit right before one of your major successes? Think about your last big success. Where would you be if you quit before the hardships that came before that? Now that you can apply this to anything, you know, you all, you all know me, I'm a big fitness guy. I love fitness. So if you're going to start trying to accomplish a fitness goal or an, an, or a financial goal or a religious goal or whatever type of goal you've got, you can't think like the person you were before. You have to think like the person you're trying to become. Otherwise, you'll never get there. If you are someone who's overweight or unfit or whatever it is, and you want to become a fit person. You have to start thinking like a fit person. You have to tell yourself, I am not this person. I am just temporarily set back. I need to get myself there. I need to be that person. I am a fitness beast. I don't care if you are 200 pounds overweight and you can't get off the couch. You need to say, I am a fitness beast. That is where I'm heading. I'm just temporarily set back now. I'm going to get off the couch and go. I don't want to get off the couch because I'm too tired. I've had a long day. Too bad. I'm a fitness beast. I'm going to go. It's 3 o'clock in the morning, and I'm exhausted, and I don't want to get up because I have to be at work in two hours. Too bad. I'm a fitness beast. Get up and go. I just took five big losses in a row last week. I'm never going to win. Too bad. You are a trader. You're going to learn how to do this. You're going to go and trade, and you're going to make money. My marriage is failing because me and my wife constantly fight. Guess what? You're going to work at it. You're going to grind. You're going to tell yourself in the mirror what the problem is, and you're going to go fix your marriage. Whatever the problem is, you have to start thinking like a successful person. Hold yourself accountable. Cut out the negative thoughts. And that's the hardest thing to do in the world. When you've got negative thoughts in your brain, it's the hardest thing in the world to cut that out. We, as human beings, are naturally pessimists. We naturally see the the, the dark side in things. We naturally see the fear in things. I can't do that because of this. I'm afraid to do that because of this. I can't put money in the market because of this. It's over and over of these barriers that you're naturally put in front of you, and it's kind of like a defense mechanism, and then it's compounded by any kind of negative upbringings you've had in your environment because you are a product in your environment. So you have to start getting those barriers out of the way and start thinking positively about the market, about who you are as a person, about where you want to go, about who you want to become, about how you handle money. 
And it's absolutely crucial, especially if you truly want to change your family tree. It's more than money because people can drop $2 million in your lap and it's not going to change you much if you don't change as a person. All you're going to do is, you know, drop all is all that money is going to go away if you don't know how to manage it. So when I use the phrase change your family tree, it's more than monetary. It's more than financial. It's you have to change who you are as a person, how you think, how you act. You have to start acting like a rich person before you become rich. You have to start doing rich people things before you start becoming rich. You have to start managing the money that you do have before you get money that you're going to have. You, you're never going to expect to manage $2 million right if you can't manage $10,000 right. So anyway, I can go off on a tangent and talk about this stuff all day long. This part of financial management is absolutely fascinating to me because I think it's the most important part and the most under-discussed is the financial psychology the thought process. And that goes with anything. That's why I consume so much military disciplinary type books, because I'm very much in tune to the discipline mental mindset of things. If you cannot control your mind or the discipline, you're never going to be able to accomplish any type of goal. People start talking about the word motivation. Motivation is fleeting. It's garbage. It's nonsense. It's nothing. Do you think Olympic level athletes or like the top 2% military operators You think they wake up every single day 100% motivated? Absolutely not. But they do wake up disciplined. They go to the gym and and work out when they don't want to. They go to the ski slopes and and practice the moguls when they don't want to. Michael Phelps got up and swam all the time every day to train, even when he didn't want to. Bodybuilders go to the gym and train every day, even when they don't want to. So on and so forth. It's all about discipline. And you have to discipline yourself, not only physically, but mentally. You have to control the thoughts that go through your mind. If you start to feel that negativity creep in, I can't do this, I can't do that, I'm terrible, cut it out. Chill out. You don't have to flip immediately positive and be fake, but you can stop and just say, chill out for a second. Take a few deep breaths, some prayer if you're religious, some meditation if you're not. If you're not into any of those things, I suggest just silence. Try to find a few moments of silence and peace to clear your mind and then start disciplining yourself to think positively. I will fix this. I will take smaller position sizes. I will set a stop loss next time. I will not FOMO until we play. So on and so forth. And you keep doing that and doing that and sharpening the axe and sharpening the axe and sharpening the axe. And next time, after you sharpen the axe for so long, you can chop down that tree in two or three swings instead of the 50,000 swings it took you. The power of the mind is incredible, incredible tool. And then the power you have over yourself to control your outcomes and detach yourself from the past events is an incredibly effective means to get yourself to success. Anyone can do it. I'm living testament. I came from absolutely nothing. Nothing. I did not get one single cent from my family. Not one. I came with nothing. I was bottom of the barrel. Uh, And here I am today. I've scratched and clawed and fought my way out of poverty to a level that I can be very proud of. And uh, it's incredible to share all this journey with you. And and you all can do it too. And you all can do it too, especially through investing. If you're under $1,000 investing, you got to fight and scratch and claw and do this properly till you get to 1000 And then guess what? Get to 2000 And then get to 2500 And then get to 3000 And then get to five, And then 10 And then 20 And then 50 And then 60 And then 100 And then 200 And you build and you build and you build. And you do not stop. You do not stop learning. You do not stop fighting. You do not stop clawing. And you do not stop disciplining yourself not to make the play. You can do this because what happens 
is when you become undisciplined is that all your rules go out the window. It's like, oh, I'm disciplined until I see a certain situation. I won't take a big position size until I see, oh, I can make big money here. I'll just do it this one time. And then you get blown up. You have to be disciplined 24-7. You have to be on guard 24-7 because greed will slip in at any moment. So you have to be on guard and disciplined at all times or your rules and your discipline will go out the window. And I promise you, I promise you, You'll, you'll be the guy saying that one thing. Oh, well, I make all these green trades, and the one time I turn up the position size, I get smoked. There's a reason why that one time you get smoked. It's not paranormal. The market's not working against you. It's because you're FOMOing. You're bringing emotion into things, and you don't control your emotions, and you get smoked. It's not paranormal. It's all correlated. There's a rhyme and a reason. So you have to control everything. You have to be disciplined. Anyway, I'll hop off my soapbox. I know we talk about emotions, emotions a lot, but man, I am passionate about it. And just, you know, that article alone tells you how effective it is, especially when you start looking at yourself in a different light. If you're someone who's very negative on yourself, just practice it. Try being a positive person. I know it's easier said than done. I promise you. I know, I know that. You got to turn it on its head and start thinking like a positive person, like a, like a successful person, like a fit person, like a rich person, like a happy person. Like a like someone who's in a successful marriage, and you got to work through it. You got to read, and you got to learn, and you got to fight all that stuff. So, just control your mind and set yourself on the path to success. Anyway, yeah, that's all I got for y'all. I'm gonna go ahead and hop off this soapbox. This has been season three, episode one of the Making Millionaires podcast. Appreciate you hanging out and listening. Uh, hope you learned a little something. I hope you enjoyed yourself. If you haven't already, come check out the Discord, man. It's an awesome, awesome Discord. We like to have fun a lot. We like to work a lot, and we like to make money especially in these crazy volatile conditions where we need to be safe. We can come together and learn and make money together. If you want something that's a little more educational, go over and check out the YouTube channel. A lot of great videos on how to trade, how to do a lot of different things, a lot of different strategies. I think you can learn something. I am Andrew with the Options Millionaire Community. I'm going to leave you with this. The only thing separating you from financial greatness is the decision to be better.